better able you are to articulate why you do what you do, the more you will attract those people that believe what you believe. Your message matters. What you say matters and what, or what you don't say matters. And that is what is coming up on Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. So stay tuned. Now, here are two powerful words to change your life. What if? What if you do have what it takes? What if you can design your life? What if your crazy dreams do come true? You are here because you have a dream. You have a fire in your belly. You want to change the world and you want to lead the charge in the post-socially distant era. The big question is this, how can ambitious people like us build our dream lives? This podcast gives you the answers. We have created the perfect community of the world's best minds who want to get things done. Survive and thrive in this uncertain world. Join us by navigating to bootstrapping.group. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dream Show. I'm your host Manuj Agarwal and today we'll be talking with Dr. Gary Sanchez. Dr. Sanchez is a founder of the Y Institute, international speaker and a podcast host to an audience of 1.2 million people. His company has helped over 30,000 individuals and over 500 companies find their why. He has helped everyone from a single entrepreneur to a multi-billion dollar Fortune 500 publicly traded company finding their why and reap the benefits of positioning their companies through their why. Dr. Sanchez is passionate about sharing experiences and impacting thousands in form of creating a community of people. Welcome, Dr. Sanchez. Anush, thank you. I'm excited to be here. This is going to be fun. I'm sure. I'm sure. So um, you've had a very interesting journey. Uh, can we just get to know you a little bit before we dive into what you do uh, now and how you help people? Can you tell us how you got started, uh, what your life journey is all about? For sure. So uh, I'm in Albuquerque right now, and I... Um, I went to uh, University of Colorado in Boulder for undergraduate, and I went. I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I decided I'm just going to try dentistry. I went off to dental school uh, at USC in Los Angeles, graduated in 1988. And when I got out, the advice that I was given, Manuj, was if you build a great product, people will come, right? So I'm sure lots of your listeners are going to have heard that same thing, right? Just go out and do the best job you can do. People will naturally find out about you and they'll mysteriously start coming to you because of such a great job that you did. Mm -hmm. And so I took that to heart. I spent 20 years going to the best institutes I could go to, hiring the best mentors, building a beautiful facility, having a very well-trained team. Um, but I can tell you that just having a great product was not enough. And I, my practice wasn't expanding and wasn't growing. I had a very refined practice but people weren't talking about me, right? I noticed that people didn't want to talk about their teeth. They didn't want to go to a party and say, hey, look at the new crowns I got from Dr. Sanchez. They wanted people to say, Manoush, you got a great smile, and then say, oh, thank you, right? And that's as far as it went. So that's about as far as it went. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and so I um, became very disillusioned with the whole idea of dentistry. You know, I, I remember sitting here listening. I'm in my dental practice right now because I'm also a dentist. 
And um, I remember listening and, and it was quiet. It was silent because I didn't have any patience. Mm. I remember just like tasting that anxiety of like, what am I going to do now? Mm. I have gone all in on just trying to be good at what I do, but it's not enough to bring people to me in the way that I thought it would. Mm. And that's when I heard about that. Um, concept of why with Simon Sinek, right? Simon wrote the book, Start With Why, and he developed the why, how, what golden circle concept. And I read it and I watched his TED talk, you know, 30 times. And I was like, man, that is what I'm missing. Mm -hmm. I know what I do, but I don't know why I do it. Yeah. And I bought into that concept, like I'm sure a lot of your listeners have. And I was like, I'm in, I'm mm -hmm. going to go do that. But the only problem was I didn't know my why, Yeah. right? How useful is that concept when you don't know your why? Mm -hmm. And so I became obsessed with that. And so I actually called Simon, I said, Simon, I need you to help me discover my why. He said, you know, I don't really know how to do it, but let's, we spent some time together. We spent about eight months together going back through my life, trying to figure out why I do what I do. And I, and I finally figured out that my why is to find a better way and then share it, find wow. a better way and then share it. Right. So I'm always in search of a better way. And I, I've got lots of patents and products and inventions that are all better ways of doing things. Yeah. And so um, I took what I learned from Simon and I took what I learned from some of my mentors and I created this whyification process for my practice, applied it to my practice and my practice took off. And we, we went from barely getting by to having abundance, right? Two to four to six new patients a month to 35 to 45 new patients a month. Wow. Practice took off, started getting calls from other dentists wanting me to help them do what I did. Mm -hmm. So then I, I had to develop the processes and systems for doing that. And then I started getting calls from chiropractors and lawyers and businesses kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And now I've done it, like you said, with over 500 companies, helping them get clear on who are you, how do you articulate your message, and how do you attract the right people to you all based on your why? Yeah. But Manoj, the most important thing that I discovered as I was working with more and more people, I had to help them discover their why. And so I, in, I, I instead of taking six or eight or 10 months that it took with Simon, I figured out a way to sit down with somebody and in about an hour, I could yeah. ask them a lot of questions, yeah. help them discover their why and then use that. But I did it so many times that I started to notice patterns uh -huh. and trends and similarities. And I figured out that there's only nine different whys, nine different whys. That's the most important thing I discovered because then I was able to write a software program where you can go online now and discover your why in about four or five minutes. And it's way more accurate than I am. And I've done more why discoveries than anybody in the world. Wow. And it's more accurate than I am. So that was the two or three minute version, probably four minutes. Uh, to kind of get us up to speed. That's amazing. Um, now, uh, you know, a lot of people know who Simon Sinek is. They understand the concept of why, but a lot of them uh, may be uninitiated. So for them, can we dive a little bit deeper and understand what is this concept of why? Yeah, great, uh, great question. So um, what Simon talks about is he says that inspiring people, people like Martin Luther King and Steve Jobs, inspiring companies like Apple, Southwest Airlines, Harley Davidson, they all communicate the same way. And it's the opposite to the way that the rest of us communicate, where we tell people what we do. They tell people why they do what they do. Mm. And, and so 
The reason that that's so important is the way that it connects to your brain. Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, there's, I, I want to talk real quickly about two parts of the brain, right? So there's the outer part. So imagine your brain is like two circles, a, a big circle on the outside and a small circle in the middle. Sure. The outer circle would be like the neo, it's called the neocortex mm -hmm. and the inner circle is called the limbic brain, yeah. right? So uh, the outer, the, the neocortex can understand lots of uh, rational and analytical thought and language. And what that means is it can understand lots of data, yeah, yeah. facts, figures, features, right? So when you tell people all the facts, figures, and features of your business or your service or your product, they'll look at you and they'll say, yeah, yeah, Manoj, I, I understand what you're saying, uh, but let me think about it. Let me think about it, right? Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, when so when you connect to the, the neocortex, the neocortex doesn't make decisions. No decision-making happens there. Decision-making happens in the inner part of the brain or the limbic brain. Uh -huh. So the limbic brain is, brain is responsible for feelings like loyalty and trust, and that's where decision-making happens. So when you connect to somebody at the level of the limbic brain, they, it feels right. They make a decision because it feels right. And then they justify it with the neocortex or the outer part of the brain. So let me give you an example. Have you ever bought anything that you didn't need? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm sure your listeners are, are going to say the same thing. Of course I have. So why did you buy it, right? You, you bought it because it felt right. Ah, that feels great. I think I'm going to buy that. Yeah. I want that. So you buy things because they feel right. And then after you've bought it, you justify it with all the facts, figures, and features uh, that make you feel better about that. And so, you know, like, for example, recently I just bought this truck, this yeah. big truck, this big uh -huh. blue Raptor truck. Mm -hmm. I don't need a truck. <laughs> I'll probably never put anything in the back of the darn thing. <laughs> But I don't even want to get it scratched or dirty. Yeah, yeah. But I bought it because I was trying to figure out what I want to get. And I get in it and I'm driving around. I said, boy, this thing feels great. I love this. Yeah. So I bought it. And now I'm rationalizing the heck out of it with the, with the neocortex saying, yeah, it um, uh, gets as good a gas mileage as my last one. I can run over Miatas. I can take it to the lake. I can take it skiing. I have lots of rational thinking about it. So the reason I'm telling you that is when you – start with your why you connect to the limbic brain mm -hmm. and when you start with your what you connect to the neocortex so when you tell people what you do you blend in with everybody else who does what you do i'm a dentist mm -hmm. oh okay well what comes to mind when you hear i'm a dentist right i hate dentists or i don't want to go to the dentist or you know dentists have the highest suicide rate or whatever you whatever comes to your mind um but then it doesn't drive behavior doesn't make you decision make help you to make a decision that yeah i want to work with you yeah, yeah. so when you talk about what you do you blend in with everybody else who does what you do when you talk about why you do that you connect to the limbic brain which is the decision making part of the brain that allows people to raise their hand and say yeah i believe the same thing see how you talk about your why is by talking about what you believe yeah versus what you do sure. And it allows people to say, yeah, I believe the same thing. So let's use you as an example. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I know your why. And your mm -hmm. why is to challenge the status quo and to think differently. So those of you that have been listening to Manoush for a long time know that 
He doesn't do things the same as everybody else. He thinks outside the box. He imagines extraordinary. And from his past, where he came from to where he is, 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 is an amazing story, right? It, it takes a lot of different type of thinking to get where you are right now from where you started, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was just getting getting in more trouble, but uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So if you if they said to you, Manoj, what do you do? And you said, well, I'm a coach, or I'm a business leader, or I'm a business coach, or what? What do you? What would you say if somebody says, what do you do at a party? What would you say? Well, I help people uh, just design their life uh, exactly how they want it to be. So, what is that? Is that a business coach, or what? 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 Uh, business category would that be and, in and this is where i struggle with uh, putting my a label on it because i i help people with their life problems with their business problems with the with any any of that like uh, because it's a continuum the way that i look at life is a business and life is a continuum so whatever yeah. you want um is part of three things like either health uh, love or money so a combination of thereof and i help them get there okay so if you were at a party and somebody says, so what do you do? You might say something like, I'm a, I'm a business and life coach. Sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they, if you got two seconds to tell them, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a business yeah. and life coach. Yeah. Right. But tell me what it is that you believe. What do you believe about where people are at? And, and I can help you with this because I know your story and I know your business, but you know, I know that you believe that people inherently put themselves in a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inherently undervalue what they're capable of doing. That's right. Yeah. Inherently, they get stuck, right? They're stuck in this box and you're there to get them outside of that, to think differently, to imagine extraordinary, yeah. to create things they never thought they could, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. And so if you said something to me like, I believe that pe when people get outside their box that they put themselves in, they can create amazing and extraordinary things. For sure. For sure. Well, then we're having a different conversation than if you said to me, I'm a life and business coach. Yeah, that's true. You see? So now it would be like, hmm, I believe that too. Tell me more. Tell me, tell me more about what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it allows me to connect to you in a way that's totally different. So back to my dental story, I could say to you, yes, I'm a dentist. Uh, or you ask me what I do. And I say, I'm a dentist. You, you know, whatever comes through your mind, you're like, okay, so what? I'm out of here. Or, but, but if I said to you, I believe that when you have your health, you have a thousand dreams. Mm -hmm. And when you don't, you have one. And now we'd have a completely different conversation when it relates to the health of your teeth and the health of your body and the health of your smile. That's a completely different conversation, right? Very true. Very true. Very true. That's a very uh, deep, uh, deep way of looking at things. And thanks a lot for going into the, the details there. Now, uh, I mean, it almost sounds like a superpower and <laughs> it's, it's like you can, you could actually uh, do a lot of uh, good, a lot of uh, bad with this, but, but uh, help us understand how you were able to distill it down to an algorithm, which a software can actually like, it's such a powerful thing. And, and to be able to get to that uh, conclusion in a few minutes, it sounds uh, like amazing, like almost uh, impossible. So how did you get to all that? Oh, great question. So I, like I mentioned, I used to sit down with people and I would ask them a series of questions. In fact, here's the question. The first question I would ask them is I would say, 
Manoj, tell me a story about an interaction you had with somebody at work that made you feel successful. And so you'd think for a minute and you say, okay, well, let me tell you what happened. And you tell me this story. Mm -hmm. And I'd listen for that to that story. And then after you were done, I'd say, okay, now tell me a story about an interaction you had with somebody outside of work yeah. that made you feel successful. Mm -hmm. And you would tell me pretty much the exact same story, but with different people in it. And I would look for this, right? And I would look for this pattern. And when they, then that pattern is what your why is. It's what, where you have found success over and over and over in your life. Yeah. And that's how I would figure out your why. And, we, and I would do this. I became obsessed with helping people discover their why. If you were my patient, my poor patients, you know, they, of course they can't. When, I, when they're sitting in my chair, they were going to get their why discovered. Oh. And if you, were sitting, <laughs> if you were sitting next to me on an airplane, uh -huh. you were going to get your why discovered. Nice. And so if you met me out at a restaurant or something, you're going to get your why discovered. And I did this so many times. I did it on stages, on Skype. I'd pull somebody out of the audience, bring them up on stage with me and help them discover their why. And I did this so often that I started to notice the same things being said over and over and over. And that's where I uh, kept started keeping track of them. Mm -hmm. And I found that there was only nine different whys. And then once I did that, I could teach people how to do it the way I did it. But what became uh, even more valuable was when I started to think about how so I used to think I had to be the one to do it. I, I have to be the one to talk to you. Mm -hmm. I have to interpret what you're saying. I have to physically be there and look at your face and look at your reactions and look at what's going on and intently listen to every word that you use in order to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And the truth is that was correct in order to find the nine whys. Yeah, 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 yeah. But once I found the nine whys, I found a completely different way to get there. So it would be like creating a masterpiece painting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It takes so much emotion and connection to what you're doing to create that. Yeah. And once it's created, then some then you can figure out how to do the exact same thing with paint by numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And so that's what I did is I figured out how to paint by numbers to get there without having to go through all the stories. And it's so much more accurate than I am um, because it relies on what you would say versus the stories that you tell. Amazing. So it's it's all it sounds like you know that uh, that concept of 10,000 hours if you keep doing it over and over again you get so good at it that you can basically just wrap it up in an algorithm and, and have the computer do it. So amazing. Yeah. However, however, mm -hmm. I can't look at somebody in most cases mm -hmm. and know what their why is. Uh, if I, somebody's walking down the street, unless they're just dressed way outside the box and they got <laughs> pink hair and they got, you know, whatever, I can yeah. kind of guess there. Mm -hmm. But in general, I really can't look at somebody and just say, okay, I know your why. Yeah. yeah. And um, I try that, you know, and I speak at big events around the country. What I do is I put pictures of, of uh, famous people up on the screen and I have the audience guess at what they think their why is, you know, once I've taught them the nine whys yeah. and it's all over the board. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so, maybe we'll, someday we'll get there. You know, I know for a fact, computing power is increasing and a lot of new concepts are coming out. So uh, maybe in a few years. Yeah. Uh, let, let me ask another interesting question here is that, I understand the way you described how the brain works and, you know, um, 
how we can connect with the other humans at a deeper level. How does that extrapolate to a corporation? How does that, I mean, a company doesn't have a brain. So uh, tell us how you like uh, extended this concept to a company. Yeah, great question. Successful organizations only have one why, mm -hmm. and that's the why of the visionary or the founder. So let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. Steve Jobs, everybody knows him. Yeah. Steve Jobs' why is the same as yours, by the way, which is to challenge the status quo and think differently, yeah. to think outside the box. Okay. Now, how he goes about doing that is by finding better ways to do things, mm -hmm. right? And then what he ultimately brings is a simple solution so that everybody can use it and do it. And, and work with it. Uh, but that's how he is in his personal life as well. Yeah. Right. So that's who he is at his core. That's his why, how, and what. Mm -hmm. But that also is the why, how, and what of Apple. I see. I see. So what is Apple's tagline? Right. Think different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where do you think that came from? Yeah. From him. From, yeah. from Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. Your company is the same thing. Your company is a reflection of you. So the better able you are to articulate why you do what you do, the more you will attract those people that believe what you believe. Got it, got it. Right? And so if you talk about getting people outside their box, if you talk about ex imagining extraordinary, thinking at yourself, thinking about yourself differently, yeah. under understanding yourself and what at a different level, mm -hmm. People who are looking to think differently wow. would resonate with that. And those would be your clients. Those would be the people that work for you. That's how you develop your culture. That's how you develop your brand. So here's the really important thing. Yeah. Knowing your why, your why is the essential first step. Yes. And I know you're all about creating steps to success. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're a systems process guy. Yeah, yeah. The first step every time has to be discovering your why because everything else comes from that. And so there's a lot of really great assessments out there. Yeah. You know, there's there's DISC, there's Myers-Briggs, there's Colby, there's Strength Finders, there's on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Lots of and they are awesome tools. Every one of them. Yeah. But they're not your why. Yeah. Your why is the essential first step. And then those others will all fall into place when you start from the perspective of your why. You're not going to build your brand on your Myers-Briggs or your colors or your disc or your any of those. Mm -hmm. But you better build it based on your why. Yeah. Because that's when it's real and that's when it's authentic and that's when it's true when it comes from your why. Amazing. Does that make sense? Of course, of course. Thank you so much. Um, that makes perfect sense. Now, I want to still keep going deeper into this because uh, the example you used was perfect. Like, you know, Steve Jobs, uh, he started the company, then he left. I mean, he was forced out of Apple and then they started yeah. going downhill and then he came back and, and sort of, you know, re restructured the whole company. Now it's a very successful company. But here is another uh, question that comes up. Now he's not there. Um, so how, when you work with all these companies, some of them, they don't even have a, you know, a founder uh, anymore because like it was started 50 years ago, whatever it is. So how do you, how do you extract the why when it's a publicly traded company with CEOs going in and out and, and all these changes happening? How do you stay consistent with that? Why? How do you even discover that? 
Great question. Another great question. So I'll give you uh, an example on a smaller level, mm-hmm. and then I'll give you an example on a bigger level. So on a smaller level, there is a law firm here in Albuquerque called the Whitener Law Firm. And they are uh, definitely now the, the CEO was de- he had your why as well, just by chance. Yeah, yeah. I knew him because he's a patient of mine and he was the first lawyer to really get into using TV to advertise. Oh, and so, right. So he was the guy that that did all those crazy commercials where there's cars crashing. And he always had this thing, you know, uh, don't accept a check before you check with me. And he'd rip up this check. Right? <laughs> And so he would do all these crazy commercials and it was kind of frowned on at first and then it kind of became the norm. But anyways, he uh, passed away Mm. suddenly about three or four years ago. I see. And the new new, uh, lawyers, there were two partners with there. There was three, but the two now became the um, owners of that law firm. And I went to work with them. And so this was the question. Do you want to keep alive the why of the founder uh-huh. or do you want to take it in the direction of the new leader? Oh, I see. I see. And so they elected to keep alive the why of the founder. I see. Russ Whitener. They didn't even change the name. They didn't even let anybody know he died. Oh, wow. They still use the same phone number. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that had his name in it. It's still called the exact same thing, the Whitener Law Firm. Hmm. And so they um, that was their choice to keep alive the why of the founder who passed away. But they could have kept a lot. They could have said, no, it's now my law firm. This is the direction that we get, we're going to go. And it's all a reflection of me. Hmm. So the message would change. The culture would change. The the marketing would change based on the new leader. So it's the why organizations only have one why, and that's the why of the founder or the current leader. I see. I see. So here's another question that might come up. What if there's two leaders, two leaders or three leaders? Yeah. 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 Well, you can't have two leaders, right? <laughs> you can only have one person steering the boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that the other person is not uh, just as important? No, they're they're very important, but there's only one visionary. You can only have one person creating the, you know, determining where we're going, right? So how you figure that out is, you know, where does the buck ultimately stop? So let's say you had a partner. Mm -hmm. Is I would ask you, you know, are you the visionary or is your partner the visionary? I mean, in in most cases, I'm the visionary because I can't organize other things at all <laughs> so so then you would be the one that we would use your why to determine the why how and what of your organization and your brand and your message and all that would come from your from you great and awesome. and he or she could be the how you do that nice. but not the why great all right so th- that was beautifully answered and now i understand the concept now Another thing uh, what I realize is uh, a lot of people may understand their why, but their why may not be as glorious as may not be as sexy, may not. I mean, it could be, uh, uh, you know, it could have a lot of uh, negative feelings around it, like shame or guilt or whatever, what have you. How do you take that uh, kind of realization or 
uh, that kind of uh, why and amplify it because you know you need to be able to do something with it as i said you know what is the next step once you figure out why like what are what are your views about that okay so <clears throat> first of all i want to get uh, you said something important there and that was that um we're, we we want to make sure that we're talking about the same thing Sure. So you hear a lot of gurus talking about this concept of why. In fact, every guru and every book and every consultant and every coach and every creative talks about the why. Yeah. And so I'm sure your listeners have heard it before and heard someone tell them, you got to know your why, you got to know your why, you got to know your why. Mm -hmm. And so I'll be at different events around the, the country and, and I'll say, you know, when, you know, when you know your why, what you do has more impact and it has more meaning and it has more focus. And, so, and they'll say, yeah, you know what? I, I agree with you. In fact, I know my why. And I'll say, oh, hey, that's great. Well, what's your why? Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh, well, my why is my family. See, my, I have my two kids right here and this is my why. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say, uh, they'll have a picture of a little red dress on their phone. And they'll say, you know, this is, this is my why right here. I need to get into this dress in six months for a wedding that's coming up. And that's why I'm working out the way I'm working out. Mm -hmm. And that's a completely different type of why. What they're talking about is a short-term motivation for doing things the way they're doing it. Got it, got it. Okay. As their why. But what I'm talking about is why do you do what you do everywhere wow. you go, irrespective of the circumstances? Got it. Right? You bring an outside-the-box bo solution or thinking everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. doesn't have to do with just your family. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying your family isn't part of your why, yeah. but it's not the why that I'm talking about. Your family is your motivation for doing things the way you're doing them. Got it. Got it. Because I want to be, I want it all to revolve around me spending time and knowing my family and being in their lives. Sure, sure, sure. But if you didn't have your family, does that mean you would still do it that way? No, you wouldn't. Mm. So what I'm talking about is, why do you do what you do everywhere you are, everywhere you go? What is that gift that you bring? What is that thing I can count on? Why would I choose you I to be my business and life coach? Yeah, yeah. Even though that may not be what you want to call it, but let you know, why would I choose you? It's not because of your family. I'm not choosing you to be, to work with me because of your family. Yes, 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 yes. I'm choosing you because of that gift that you have which is to get me outside my box and help me think differently. So all of the nine whys are positive. Got They're it. all great things. They're all needed. There's not one that's more important than the other. They're just the way it is. So I believe that you have a gift inside you. I believe you already have something special inside you. You just need to know what it is so that you can use it to get on the right path. Does that make sense? Of course, of course. Um, it does, it does. And uh, I, I, thanks for clarifying that because that sort of separated, uh, as you said, the motivation versus the why. Let's take a quick break for an important message from the Bootstrapping Your Dreams community. Get the support and insights you need for your business and life. Join our community, which is fueled by the same people who advise the world's top leaders and champions. Stay ahead of the curve. Join us now by navigating to bootstrapping.group. Question: I still, I still, I still want to uh, not uh, let you off the hook. Where yeah. I want to understand: once you understand that why, 
how to amplify that message like what is that marketing uh, step or you know um branding like how does that in, uh, interpret into your branding your logo your message uh, because that will be the next step i am guessing uh, in your in sharing your why or or aligning your messaging with your why isn't it yeah so okay once you know your why then the next step is you need to know your how and your what okay so step one is discover is no. So let me go through the three big strategies. So this will answer for you. Yeah. The three big strategies that we use when we're working with organizations, businesses, organizations, even people. Yeah, yeah. So the first step is the first big strategy is, which I told you already, your why is the essential first step. You yeah. have to know your why before you build your brand, your marketing, your messaging, your culture, get on the right career path. You have to know your why first. The second one is you have to apply your why in the right sequence. Sequencing is um, sequencing is critical. Like if you're going to bake a cake yeah. or put together some project, there's a sequence that you have to follow if you want to get the right results. So it's the application of information in the right sequence that yields the right result. Mm -hmm. The right sequence is why, how, what. It's not how, why, what, or what, how, why. It's why, how, what. And so you need to know your how and your what in order to be able to do that and put it together in the right. This is why I do what I do. This is how I bring that to life. And this is what you can count on from me. So that's the st second step. So in my case, my why is to find a better way. Now, how I do that is by making things clear and understandable. And what I ultimately bring is a simple solution so that others can move forward. Got I do that at the Y Institute. I do that in my dental practice. I do that everywhere I go, right? So you got to know your why, how, and what. And then the third one is your message matters. What you say matters and what, or what you don't say matters. Mm -hmm. So if all you do is talk about your what, then you blend in with everybody else who does what you do. But when you talk about your why, how, and what, um, that's when it resonates with the right person. So you take your why how and what and turn it into your marketing messaging then you so step one discovering your why step two you're getting your how and your what and developing your personal why how and what step three is developing your business why how and what and there's a process for doing that and then the next step is developing all of your messaging that you would use on your website and that would include your tagline your we believe statements your script for your video, your ideal client, um, all of that is incorporated in developing your message. And it all comes from your why. Mm -hmm. And what's great about it is it's so much simpler when it comes from your why than trying to go in a closet somewhere and figure out what am I going to say about myself? <laughs> yeah. Right? That's yeah. how it usually goes. So, you know, you'll hire this marketing firm and they disappear and you're like, where are they? Oh, and then they'll come back and say, well, this is what you need to say. Yeah. yeah. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, this will work. This will work. Yeah. Well, yeah. it doesn't feel that good. No, but it'll work. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not what I can't say that. That's not me. Yeah. And so when it comes from your why, that's when you know it's real. Yeah. That's great. That makes sense. Of course. Of course. Now, after going through all these, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of people and and companies, um, what what is the what is your take on how many people understand what their why is like in terms of relative percentage or whatever? Because 
you know, when we when we talk to people, you know, do you know yourself? Um, I think 90% people say, oh, yeah, I know myself. Uh, what is your take on things? What is the reality? Very, very low. Mm. I think a lot of people are good at what they do, mm. but they're not satisfied with it and they don't know their why. And so they're not living their why. And when you when what you do, here's another really important point. When what you do is in line with why you do what you do, Mm-hmm. you will have passion for what you do. Yeah. And that's where passion comes from. And passion is the fuel that gives you the energy to pursue your dreams. Without passion, you don't have energy. Without energy, you don't have anything. Yeah, yeah. So you have to live your why in order to have passion. And so many people don't. They're in search of money. Yeah, they're in search yeah. of fame. They're in search of building whatever it is they're trying to build. But when it comes from their why, that's when they'll have passion for what they do. And, and that's when it'll be so much fun. They'll have unlimited energy. Mm. They can do it all day and they can do it all night and they never run out of energy and they're, they're in the right lane so they can move fast. So much happens when you're living your why, right? And I have found it to be very rare versus very many. I see. So it almost sounds like um, it's also part of self-discovery. Like, do you find that people are surprised when they actually find out like this is my why like do you see them uh, saying oh yeah it's sort of uh, that's what i expected or do you see them saying oh my god i didn't even realize that this is who i am i would say both but i would say um what the why does what discovering your why does is it gives you the words to go with the feelings oh. People often have a sense of what their why is. They often have feel a feeling of what it is, but they don't know how to uh, they don't know how to say it. They don't know how to articulate it. They don't have words to go with the feeling, and so it's just a feeling. Uh-huh. And so you don't have confidence in a feeling because a feeling can change, right? But when you discover your why, they're like, "Damn, that's it, man. That is exactly why I do what I do." And it, they walk differently. They speak differently. They talk. It's just, they talk differently because they know there's a big difference between sensing, thinking, feeling and knowing. Yeah. And when they know it, man, now I can do something with it. Yeah. Right. If it's not right. And then it's it, that's a really important point mm-hmm. because now you can talk about it with confidence. You can talk about your ability to get people to think different get them to see different, get them to imagine extraordinary, get them outside their box. You have the words to go with what you've been doing for people for so long now, but didn't know exactly how to talk about it. So if you ask most people, they'll say, oh yeah, my why is to help people. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. That's a common one. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that might even have been what you said, would have said, right. Or or I would have said, yeah. Had I not known. Yeah. Right. You talk to anybody in a church setting, you talk to anybody in a nonprofit. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, to help people. I'm here to help people. Yeah. Well, you might be, but let's find out. And then once they discover their why, they're like, you know what? That that actually is really why I do what I do. But and when I'm doing that, that's when I can help people. That's great. Amazing. So now um, you know, you have had a tremendous success and you have leveraged this 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 uh, concept uh, for your success and you've helped other people. Now, I want to demonstrate uh, 
to people, to the listeners and viewers that uh, this is not like a fluke that you found success or some other people. So can you share maybe one or two success stories from the people that you work with, either companies or people that you work with, how their life transformed after they went through this process with you? For sure. Um, so I um, have a friend here in Albuquerque and he, he and his family had a big um, insurance agency mm -hmm. and it had been in their family for multi-generations and it was kind of, you know, the biggest one here in Albuquerque. And then um, I had found out that this friend of mine had left the organization and he was going to start coaching. Okay. And so I ran into him one day at a football game. We were at a tailgate and I said, Hey, Jerry, um, you left your agency and, and, and to coach. And he said, well, I said, well, why, why did you do that? Mm -hmm. And he's like, and he gives me some BS answer. I don't even remember what it was. And, and I look at him and I said, I don't think that's it. <laughs> and I could see that he got kind of annoyed with me because I guess he'd gotten asked that question a lot. And I was like, I, I don't think that's why you did it. He goes, what do you mean? And he goes, um, I, I think if you knew your why, you would know why you left it. But that doesn't really sound like it. He's like, you, you talking about that Simon Sinek thing? And I said, yeah. And he goes, ah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear that. And I said, okay. I said, but if you ever want to discover your why and, and then really be able to answer that question, let's talk. And so finally he calls me and he says, yeah, let's do it. And what was kind of funny is <laughs> it was on Halloween. And the reason I remember it was on Halloween is because at my office here, we dress up yeah, yeah. for Halloween. And so I was dressed as Tinker, as a uh, tooth fairy. <laughs> I was a tooth fairy and we had to go to lunch and, and that happened to be the day that we decided to go to lunch. And so he's out with me and I'm dressed like a tooth fairy and I'm sitting there at this restaurant helping him discover there's why. And I could tell he was like annoyed by that. But anyway, so I helped him discover his why, which happened to be to find a better way. And so um, as soon as he discovered that, he was like, man. That is exactly what I've been trying to say for years. That is exactly why I do what I do. And I've done my entire life. And now I know. And he said, I need to use this process for my clients and for what I'm doing, because now I'm coaching and now I'm helping businesses. So he's taken that and he has helped businesses, all kinds of different businesses, increase their bottom line by hundreds of thousands, millions, hundreds of millions and billions wow. doing that exact thing, which is let's get clear on you, which helps us get clear on our culture, which helps us perform at a higher level. You know, n discovering your why is the essential first step in self-awareness and self-awareness is the first essential first step in peak performance. Yes. Yes. So if you want to perform at the highest level, you got to know who you are exactly. and that first step is knowing your why. Amazing. So another quick example, I worked with a venture capital firm in Baltimore, one of the top venture capital firms um, in the US, and they were struggling with you know, their branding and what they're all about. And we took them through this whole the process of discovering the why, how, and what of the CEO. Mm -hmm. And his why happened to be trust and uh, creating relationships based upon trust. And that's how they viewed what they did. They took that, their message, we redeveloped their brand, redeveloped their message, redeveloped their tagline, created their, their presentation deck, all based on their why, how, and what. And that next week, they raised $330 million, which was $100 million more than what they had tried, were going to raise. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, they're off and running and they're still killing it. So just I could go through story after story after story of the power of clarity, yeah. right? The power of knowing who you are, but knowing how to say it. When you can say it, you know it. When you can't say it, you don't know it. Yeah, true. It's just a feeling, right? It's just a sense. Yeah. And so that's where it's so helpful. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, what I really want to do here is uh, make sure that people understand. You know, we threw out, you threw out some big numbers and uh, big numbers sometimes scare people. But the amazing thing is, can you tell us how people like, they don't have to spend a lot of money to get to what they what they really need. So can you tell us how you help people and how much how much does it cost and how what is the process? Because I think that's very important. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's very important. So what I've decided to do is keep things very um, cost effective. Because really, my my um, goal is to help one billion people discover, uh, make decisions, and connect based on their why. Mm -hmm. And so in order to do that. I can't really make things what it's really cost me to do. Um, but so to, to discover your why is $47. So, you know, that's a dinner somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And you just go to my website, whyinstitute.com, click on discover, my, discover your why. You'll, you'll be able to take the why discovery. Now, there's, there's 1,500 possible question options there, uh, but you're only going to have to answer about 10 because what I did is I used um, logic-based programming. So when you answer a question, it wipes out all the other ones that you don't have to answer that are not relevant to you. You know, a lot of the assessments, you, you have to answer like 130 or 150 questions. You're like, holy cow, I don't even know how you make it through this. I don't like that. Uh, you know, once you answer all the questions, then they filter it. I filtered, I, I wrote the software so that it filters as you go. So the first one gets rid of like 750 of the questions and the next one gets rid of more hundreds and hundreds. So you only have to answer about 10 questions. It'll take you about four to five minutes. You can do it right on your phone and you can uh, then discover your why. And what you'll get once you know your why is you'll know, um, you'll get a short description, but then you'll get a video from me that out details the whole thing, your why. Uh, you'll see what percentage of the population has your why. You'll you'll learn the characteristics of your why, the challenges that come with your why, the solutions to the challenges, uh, how your why works in different relationships at business and personal and parenting and career options and what people would say about you and words and phrases you would say. So there's a lot that you'll get to know yourself with in those 47 minutes, uh, 47 for those $47 in four minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Then, yeah. If you want to take it to the next step, which is discovering your how and what, that too is very cost effective. All the way along, I'm trying to keep it to where as many people as they want, uh, as want to, can have this for their own life. Awesome, that's amazing that you're doing. I mean, this is a tremendous amount of value uh, for for kind of results that you shared with us. So, um, so can you just repeat it once again? How, where do they go? Where how do they? How do they get to this um, and how do they take it? Yeah. So if you go to www.ywhyinstitute.com, uh, right on the homepage there, you'll see, I need to discover my why and just click on that button. And it'll take you right there. Amazing. And amazing. So you can discover your why um, and, and highly recommend that you have your spouse or significant other discover it with you. 
Mm-hmm. And you guys will have a lot to talk about. It's invaluable in understanding your significant other. You know, why, why don't they just do things the way I do it? Yeah. <laughs> why are you doing that? I mean, that's not how I would do it. Yeah, well, yeah. all of a sudden you'll have an answer to why they do it the way they do it. And then you guys can laugh at, about it and laugh at it versus fight about it. Amazing. It's really helpful in, in relationships. Well, thank you so much for, for doing what you're doing and keeping it uh, so cost effective and, uh, you know, bringing all these amazing results. So and, and spending your time with us explaining. I mean, the thing is, like, I have taken this why, but the way that you described it. Now I'm going to have to go back and reread it and, and look at it from a different uh, point of view. So thank you so much for explaining it in such depth and, uh, and just sharing your gifts with the world. Thank you so much. We'll put the link to the Y Institute in our show notes so that people can reach out easily. But uh, until then, you can go, go ahead and discover your why right now. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Gary, once again. I, I, I can't thank you enough for, for being with us and, and, uh, and bringing this, this amazing, amazing uh, software to the world and, and sharing this with, uh, with everyone. Anush, thank you very much for having me. It's, it's been fun. I've enjoyed uh, talking with you. Of course, I did all the talking in this, in this case, but thanks for having me on. Thank you. That's all for now. Until next time, if you want to realize your full potential, I invite you to join our community. We support and help each other out because no one has to do it alone. Join us today by navigating to bootstrapping.group. The community is free to join, no strings attached except for one. You have to take action. So if you are an action taker, we want to talk to you. Join us by navigating to bootstrapping.group. If you want more insightful interviews with industry leaders, then check out the other videos we have picked for you right here. And subscribe now to get our new content.